Hello, you're listening to Siren Radio with me, Andrew David. At that time of the week, and it's a Thursday, it's coming up in the UK to a quarter to three. Where we're going, it's actually coming up to a quarter to eight because they have sprung forward. We have yet to do that. This is the time when I open up all the equipment in my office here, the Armageddon equipment headquarters of Siren Radio, and say, I wonder whether we can find somebody in the man cave. And I open the door. And there is the loveliness, Golden Brown, uh, toasting himself in the lovely L.A. Californian sunshine. It is Bruce K. Rosenblum. Welcome to American Cousins. Oh, it's great to be here, Andrew, on our um, somewhat like 300th and, and, and final uh, podcast broadcast today. Absolutely. Uh, and um, there's so much to talk about because uh, there's so much going on. <laughs> but of course, there'll be time for us to reflect on um, on what we've achieved what's happened over the the years and the several hundred editions of american cousins but first of all let's get the the newsy stuff out of the way your president has just arrived in europe and there's a big meeting at nato uh, because they're still trying to work out how to get to grips and call a halt to, to the appalling tragedy that is ukraine at the moment yeah, Ukraine is experiencing. I mean, I think Zelensky actually spoke to NATO today um, via his um, his Zoom call, and um, they're saying that the the crisis is worsening because they're 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 running out of food um, to support these these troops and all these people that have been displaced, which is making adding more problems on top of problems. And on top of that, they're saying as a result of all this, there actually could be a world hunger crisis at the end of all this. So. What's taking place is not good there, and it's not good for anywhere in the world. And Biden, as you say, is there, um, and he's doing something that's just unprecedented. I mean, he's called together an emergency meeting of NATO, but they've also got all the G7 countries in the in the uh, in the EU, and I mean, it's like all these countries have come together in unprecedented fashion to try to figure out what new sanctions to lay on 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 uh, on Russia, and 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 what can be done to provide further support uh, humanitarian and and arms wise to help Ukraine in this horrible situation and despite that all Ukraine was able to push back the Russian uh, tank units from being somewhere around 12 miles close to their capital to push them back to around 30 miles away and there's there's just trails of destruction and destroyed Russian tanks everywhere and apparently morale is bad and Putin is um, is is going uh, off the rails even more because the the more that Russia fails to accomplish its mission, the the, the crazier this guy is getting. So um, it, it's 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 a very strange and unpredictable uh, situation going on in the world right now. And hopefully, um, all the uh, the brain trust that's getting together can, can figure out a, a some kind of a solution. And one of the the solutions that has has been bubbling around is the role that President Xi in China could actually play because of all the countries that may be on Russia or on Putin's side, not Russia's side. Um, President Xi has the ear of Putin and and a bit vice versa. So we could see an interesting situation, um, you know, with, with the leader of a country who has challenged many other countries around the world for all sorts of reasons, actually becoming um, a really key player. And I'm sure there are back-channeling work going on from all those leaders at, uh, at NATO and the G7 with 
delegates from countries that Putin will listen to because it, it is it's extraordinary. I mean, the pictures, I can't watch the pictures because it looks like I'm looking at books of um, bombing in the Second World War where the RAF were 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 bombing huge parts of Germany and the destruction is just unbelievable they have flattened so many Mariupol and places like that absolutely flattened them and you just yeah, think it, whoa yeah we were Jackie and I were looking at um, a newscast last night and saw some of the photos and our comments were it looks like a nuclear holocaust it's just all ashes and in just piles of bricks and, 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 and no humanity around. It's just, it's just ungodly what it's, what they've done to this place, which was such a beautiful country at one point. And it looks like residue in, in a barbecue grill that you would find, uh, yeah. you know, the morning after you had a cookout. It's just absolutely. Awful. It is. It's off the scale. And, you know, all we can do is to hope, um, because we don't want to get drawn into third world war. The, the whole no-fly zone question of uh, getting involved at that level would lead us ultimately to a, an all-out uh, war with Russia. We do not want that under any circumstances, uh, because surely the lesson we have to have learnt, and we have to keep being reminded about it. They said, you know, the end of the Second World War. They said the end of the First World War, didn't they? The war to end all wars. Um, and then, of course, it didn't quite work. And we had the Second World War. But we, our parents, when they came back from serving however they served, vowed that it would never be uh, possible to have a world war. You know, we had uh, the League of Nations, which then became, uh, you know, moved into things like um the common market and and, and um, what we have in the EU, they were there designed to stop that happening. They weren't designed to build walls around countries to keep other people out. They were actually designed to bring countries together. And I, mm -hmm. I also feel a heartfelt, deep pain for some of our colleagues who are still in Russia and are going through awful situations many of our journalism colleagues who we've met through the european journalism training association are seriously challenged because the ordinary russian is being misled we believe by their publicity and their uh, news machines um and there are those who do know what's going on who fear for their lives really and you it shouldn't be happening we should not be having this conversation at just coming up to three o'clock and eight o'clock with you on a beautiful sunny day in both of our countries, we should not be having this conversation. Sorry, I'm getting angsty on my, our last program, but it, you couldn't have made this playbook up, could you? No, you you, you couldn't have, and it's um, yeah, you know, I'm for the first time in probably six years that we've done this, I'm speechless. I mean, I really have nothing to say on this. It's just so it's so egregiously wrong and 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 and, and terrible on so many levels. It's it's I can't. Just summon up the words to, to describe it. And it sickens me to have to see this every day. And, and, and do you know what? I suppose the most extraordinary thing is, uh, you know, looking back at the six years we've done the program, it started with U.S. presidential run up to uh, the election uh, in 2014 and, and all those bits and pieces. You know, you were in great pain. And I was sensing your pain and the listener sensed yours and Jackie's pain. I know Jackie's sitting and listening into this broadcast um, with the fact that you then had four years of a Donald Trump um, presidency 
to to put it oddly that it's knocked that into a cocked hat in some senses hasn't it because this just transcends anything um that you had to put up with mm-hmm. yeah it's um yeah I, like i say it's uh, there's there's no words for this it's just um it, it's hard for me to just comprehend that in the year 2022 something like this has taken place like i say with the way the world has evolved and become a, a global community with instantaneous communication um and intertwined monetary systems um medical scientific breakthroughs um just a brilliant um advances in technology that we would still be fighting over uh, pieces of land you know it's 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 it's, it's really it's really unbelievable absolutely it's, it's I, unbelievable. I, I, and it's indescribable that that and and they did say you know you were talking about the war to end all wars. I, I remember being in a in a classroom in high school 50 years ago. <laughs> 50, <laughs> I mean, and the only reason I know that it's 50 years is because my 50 year reunion is coming up. <laughs> so it's been 50 years, and I remember a history teacher saying you know about. He said Mark. He said Mark my words. He said you know World War Two will be will hopefully be the war to end all wars. Because if there's a World War III, it'll be a war that ends the world. Yeah. And um, and the capability out there right now is such that you know uh, uh, if 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 nuclear arms if if we get into a World War III, and nuclear arms are being used, it will be the destruction of the world. And and quite frankly, brother, I don't want to be that last man on earth or, or having to be one of the few that survive it and try to rebuild a world, because it will not be it will not be pretty. And, and it'll and and you know, who knows what would be out there. And it's just, it's just something that you can't, again, I can't envision, I can't imagine. And it just, it sickens me that, that we're at this point. And, um, and when Zelensky said that Biden has a chance to step up and be the leader, a, a leader, a world leader and a leader, that leader has to be the leader of peace. I think he's stepping up. I, I think he is, he has helped, you know, um, put this this coalition together he's kept it together um i think they're they're moving in the right direction and you know he's he's made it clear that he does not want to put boots on the ground that he can't he can't um initiate a, a, a actions um against russia because it would it would um ignite a world war 3 and i i think he's keeping his promise and doing i think he's doing it the right way as frustrating as it is and as yeah. much as I'd like to see the U.S. just step up and call Putin's bluff or whatever it is it is by saying, you know, okay, you want to you want to go nukes, let's go nukes. But, yeah. you know, the reality of that is that it's not possible to do that because there would be no world left. So I, I think he's meeting the moment and, um, you know, and he's doing great on the world stage. But, you know, and then unfortunately, that's not the only story because we have a story going on here right now that's just as um, crazy. We have a. Um, uh, an opening in the Supreme Court, and that's being filled by, um, uh, hopefully, by Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, who was um, nominated by Joe Biden. She'd be the first black woman to ever be appointed to the Supreme Court. Fantastic. And what the Republicans are doing to her, uh, done to her over the last three days of of her um, her examination by the the various. Um, committees in in the Senate has just been nothing short of just repulsive and disgusting what they're doing to her and how they're they're just torturing this this woman. 
but she's been very good. I mean, she's kept her cool. She's been able to kind of dissect what they're, what they've been grilling her on and, 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 and make a good case for herself. And I think she'll be an excellent judge, but you know, they, they spent, um, the Republicans have spent more time trying to attack her regarding child pornography and, and what her definition of a woman is as it relates to, relates to certain cases that she's tried. And it's just, it's, it's unconscionable what they're doing, you know, and this woman has got stellar, um, accolades from, from, from all various groups of, of legal minds from around the country. I mean, she, she has been, uh, her, they've examined her cases and her judgments, you know, over and over and over. And, and she, and she grades out very high in terms of, uh, being fair to all sides and, and, and high levels of competence in, in her sentencing. And so, you know, it's just all this is is somewhat some kind of retaliation for how they felt Kavanaugh and uh, and the other judge, Amy Cohn Barrett, um, w- was treated by by the Democrats. So this is all this is all just retribution. But <clears throat> she was um, they, they tried to say that she was unduly lenient in child pornography cases, but they didn't really have the evidence to back up the fact that that she wasn't. And that. um Scholars have said that um, those that that she was they found no bias in and that her decisions did not endanger any children and that her sentencing sentencing guidelines were not just made up or pulled out of thin air they were based on on government guidelines and, and court precedents and suggested guidelines for punishment which she followed and and she is not out of the ordinary. And, and in fact, she's, she's better than, than most when it, when it came to her sentencing and these various issues. So, but that's just, you know, where they're going. They, they interrupt her. They don't let her finish her sentences. They really tried to throw her off her game and derail her. Um, but, uh, she, she hung in there. Um, and, and she did a great job and, and, and most likely she will, she will, you know, be, uh, she will be the, the next Supreme Court justice and, um, and, you know, today they've got it's the fourth day of testimony. They've got witnesses coming in who will just explain how well qualified and how decent and upstanding this, this person is. So well, we keep our fingers crossed because, yeah. of course, we remember um, the passing of, but also the the immense um, contribution that Ruth Bader Ginsburg made. Um, and, and she was an extraordinary woman. So, you know, we, you do need people who are extraordinary and can go above and beyond. And it sounds like she is being tried and tested in the fires of this, um, this cauldron. But she sounds like she's absolute the right stuff to put on the Supreme Court. Yeah, she, she's clearly the, the right stuff. And, um, you know, uh, I guess this all will get wrapped up and voted on and, and, and just within the next couple of days and within the next couple of weeks, we'll have, um, I think probably by, by the, by April, we'll have, uh, we'll have a new Supreme Court justice. So, uh, we've, that's where it's at right now. We've, we looking back to that time when we sat together in the, uh, restaurant having breakfast in Las Vegas and had this mad idea to try and do a program where two blokes sat down and talked every week. Um, Looking back on it, you know, we were ahead of our time. You know, we were doing that sort of podcast stuff that you get nowadays way before it was it was really trendy. And I'm just wondering whether, you know, we've been trailblazers or whether just simply this has been a fantastic opportunity to do what we as human beings need to do so much more 
of, which is just simply sharing ideas, um, passions, loves, and life. Mm-hmm. I um, I remember that day quite well. I mean, we were sitting in that coffee shop at the at the Westgate Hotel with the slot machines dinging in the background. Oh yeah, woo 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 woo. Excuse me, and um, it's it, and you said to me, I have this idea about this transcontinental radio show. What do you think? And I said, Oh, I think that would be great. And I said, Well, you know, what would it be? And he said, Well, just be connecting the two continents and um, and just talking about uh, you know how they compare and contrast with each other. Um, and I said, Oh, that's that's interesting. You know, who do you have in mind um, for doing this? How are you going to do it? And he said, Well, we're going to do it through a Skype hookup. I said, Oh, okay. And and I'd like you to be on the other end. And I, I said, well, you, you have to be joking because <laughs> I have absolutely no um, no broadcast on air broadcast experience. Um, I've never ex- really expressed my opinions uh, about um, politics and, and and other areas in in public. And um, I just don't think I can do it, and I don't think I'm the right guy to do it. And you said. Well, let's let's just let's just have a quick conversation right now. Let's just throw out. A, you said let's just throw out a topic and 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 let's go back and forth and see how it works. And we did it, and it just felt. He said, "See how easy this was? How 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 comfortable you were doing it?" And I said, "Yeah, but we're but this is over breakfast." He said, "Well, just <laughs> imagine that we're doing this over breakfast and we're just having this conversation." And um, he said, "You and you told me he said you can do it. Um, you 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 can do it. It's and 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 I'll and I'll help you and I'll and and I'll and I'll coach you." And I said, "Well, how's that possible when you're six thousand miles?" <laughs> <laughs> and um and and so we, then I remember with the first the first time we went on the air. I mean, I was I was bouncing around here in the in the man cave in this chair. I was just going off the wall. I was so nervous <laughs> because I didn't want to. I didn't want to screw this thing up and all of a sudden you know we went on the air and in that that beautiful music that you played and i and i started you know feeling the energy of it and got into it and um and it was you know you were right i mean you were there you you know even though you weren't in the room um i felt your presence i felt you you know leading me into the question i felt you cutting me off when i was going too long and getting off off track and um but it but it worked and over time our our repartee being it feels like we're in the same room yeah. and i feel like and i in and i know that you know we 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 when we first turn on the the machines we we have video and we can see each other and we talk to each other and then when we broadcast we turn the video off because it helps the, the sound quality by turning mm-hmm. that off but I still feel your your presence, and I still feel you're, you're looking at me through the screen, and I still feel like I'm I'm talking to you in such a way that if I you know if I needed to you know like give you a hug for some reason or or, or pat you on the back or shake your hand, and I I feel like I could just stick my hand through the screen and do that. That's that's how that's how this has has felt over the years, and that's and that's hard to do. That that's a hard chemistry to create. Um, I mean, there's been teams of comedians that have tried and failed because, you know, as funny as they are individually and as good as they are individually, when they when they team up, the, the, the chemistry isn't there. Yeah. 
even in a professional sports team like the, the soccer teams that, that you see that, that do really well, they do well because there's a chemistry. And they just kind of have this, this feeling of they know where their players are on the field, right? You know, if you're, if you're running down the, the field with the, with the ball and all of a sudden that, that player makes a great cross field pass to another player, you know, he, he did that because he just knew that his teammate was going to be right there. And, and if that chemistry wasn't there, that pass would go errant and that goal wouldn't be scored. And so when we do this, this broadcast and, and you're feeding me questions and I'm giving you answers, it's like, we don't really, we don't rehearse that. This all no. comes out spontaneously, but you know when to, to jump in. I, you know when to shut me up. I know when to <laughs> shut up sometimes. And, 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 and the converse, and, and it becomes an, uh, becomes like an over the breakfast conversation, like the one we had in person in Las Vegas six years ago. I think the yeah. important you, you you've highlighted the significant thing is is that and and the word I will use is empathy. You know, we empathetically know when you're coming to the end of something and I need to come in or you want to agree with something or I, I point you in a different direction. And it's one of the things that we try and teach. Um, I'm sure you've done it with, with your colleagues when you were at Warner Brothers, trying to get people to to listen as well as talk. And the skill of listening is the whole skill of opening up a conversation so that people feel enabled to express themselves in whatever way, shape or form. I think the greatest thing you have been able to do, um, and I'm sparing no blushes, this is our, our last time together, like this, there will be some other stuff in the future, but like this, is that you you come from a country where you've got the first, second, third and fourth amendments and fifth amendment. In fact, you've got about 28 different amendments, but they allow you to express your opinions in a much more forthright way than we can in the United Kingdom on a licensed FM radio station with Ofcom with a whole range of challenges. And, you know, sometimes I have to sort of move things or, or balance things and like that. But you have never, ever <coughs> overstepped the mark. And I think that's that's a great compliment because what it shows is another thing which I think has been much lacking in, in, in life for quite a long time. And it's the word respect. We 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 both come to this this moment with um, because we're both exactly the same age, give or take a couple of months, 68 years nearly near enough of life experience, which is wonderful to share and also completely different because you are blessed with grandchildren, more coming later this year. I have yet to be blessed like that. But because we respect each other and where we come from and what we've done, that's part of the magic. And if anybody is trying to glean from what we're talking about, why this works, it's because there's a huge amount of, apart from love, mutual respect because of your, I respect what you've done and what you've achieved. And I sense the same backwards yeah absolutely and and the other thing that that's been interesting is first of all your idea worked and it worked really well because at the end of the day it's just about two two guys you know who are not professional pundits or politicians or whatever you know having you know this analytical conversation about what the u.s should do it's just two guys just reacting to what's going on in the world and, and, and how it's affecting our lives. And 
And so what you get from me and, and what I get from you is just your your true feelings about things, you know, and just your honest gut feeling. And for me, it's like one of the things that 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 I've always been been taught is to respect other people's opinions, and never judge a book by its cover and all those other cliches. And that's kind of the way, you know, I, I, I feel, although I, I must say that some of the, the times that we've been living through has, has tainted that and, and has forced me to become somewhat biased in, in my feelings about things because I just don't, I just don't like it so much. But what outside of that, what it's forced me to do what this program has forced me to do is it's forced me to take a look at all sides of the argument and then, and, and then, and then, you know, and hear both sides and present both sides so that, you know, as some, some journalists once said that I provide something at least fair and balanced that I don't always come off as being so one-sided. I mean, the nature within me is we, we all, you know, I've made it clear where I stand, you know, in terms of my, my political leanings, you know, so that, that's, that's not an issue. But I, tr but even though I do lean strongly one way or the other, you know, I do hear what the other side has to say. And, and even if I don't like it sometimes, I'll, I'll put it out there and say, you know, this is how I feel. But just so you know, the other side feels this way. I don't necessarily agree with it, but that's how they, they, they feel. I have not let, for the most part, friendships um, dissolve because of political leanings. I mean, I have some friends that are, are very staunch um, Republicans, very, very, you know, very strong, you know, anti-Biden, anti-Pelosi kinds of people, and you know, it, it's it's weird because. Those kinds of those kinds of um, positions that people take have forced families to break up, have forced the ending of, of friendships, and, um, and 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 we have not let let that happen yet. <laughs> um, but, but because you know when you get off that particular topic, you know everything else is good. I mean the the, the friendships and and the camaraderies are the way they should be, you know, and so. But, you know, the political climate that we're living in and what's happened over the past four or five years due to a certain president that we had mm. has, has a, for whatever reason, has empowered people um, to become more brazen in, in the kinds of things they do and the kinds of things they say. Mm. And it, it, it makes it, you know, it really it's a test of your will to see how you can just kind of like, you know, just. So, listen to it, see it, and and not react, you know, crazily. Now, there, I have to tell you, and as long as I'm being honest here, um, there are times when we're driving in the car, and I'll see something, you know, like like <laughs> we drove over, we drove. You you know where my location is, where my house is, and yep. so you know that when you get off the freeway to come to my house. You have to go over like this overpass. Yep. And a couple of weeks ago, there were a whole bunch of parents and kids waving flags and had signs about the masking and the vaccines taking away our constitutional freedoms and, you know, and all that. And that really, it, that angered me. It, it, it angered me 
I mean, to the point where I became so livid, I wanted to jump out of the car and just go strangle these people and just get just get crazy because, you know, it was the beginning of this 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 conflict in 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 the in Ukraine, and there were there were pictures on the on the news that morning showing protesters in in Russia who were protesting this invasion being hauled off and taken away to to gosh knows where and for how many years you know and um and and you, you want to talk about your freedoms being taken away you know we're we're allowed to protest and we're allowed to do this stuff but when you're when you're when you're saying that a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate that's put out there to keep you safe and alive so that you're protected your friends are protected your children are protected you know how is that taking away your freedom you know what's what what would be taking away your freedom is if you were standing on that bridge with those signs and the police came along and put you in a in a, in a bus and then took you somewhere never to be seen again yeah that's that's taking having your freedom taken away being taken away because you pray one way and not the other being jailed or shot because you wrote on your sign something that attacked the the leader of the country that's that's when your freedoms are being taken away. That's that's when you're you're in an authoritarian state. But a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate, and to wave the to wave the flag like it's some big patriotic thing that you're doing and getting behind the flag, that's that's total mm-hmm. horse pucky, as they say nicely <laughs> in this country. Over the if you watch, if you will, if you watch the episode of Mash, it's 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 horse I, hockey, yep. as Colonel Potter would say on on on, on Mash. Absolutely. And I just, you know, and I just, um, and I got a little bit crazy, and um, gave the these people some gestures, some hand gestures from the the did window you, of my car. Yeah, oh, and yeah. and and you know, and, and you know, Jackie looked at me and she said, did, did, "Did that make you feel better?" And I said, "Yes, it did." And she just kind of laughed and 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 drove on. Because it's something she, something she wouldn't have done, but it it but that you know. In the moment, you needed to express. In, in the moment, it it, it got me. We are going to continue this in some form or other. Um, it won't be via siren. Um, we're, I'm working on some interesting ideas at the moment. Um, but it seems <coughs> that we have got ourselves to a point where we probably can take it on. But for the moment, we have to leave our friends at siren. We had uh, Dr. Tom Waller on. Dr. Tom, our chiropractor, he, he chatted to me yesterday and I asked him, to give us some thoughts about how you move on, you know, when in life things change. And he said, and this just struck me as being something, hopefully, that we can all try and do. It's not the big gestures that are important. It's the small little ones. So when the big changes come along, just take very small steps and you never know quite where the next step will take you. But take the step quietly and confidently and enjoy the moment. So I have enjoyed every moment that you and I have spent together. There will be others and they may end up on Saren or they may end up somewhere else. But uh, Bruce, can I say to you and also Jackie, I know you're, you're there and you've been supporting quietly and silently and keeping the dog and the dogs quiet and making sure the phone was answered or people weren't backing on the door whilst we were doing our, our broadcasts. <laughs> Thank you to you all. 
And I hope it's not too long before we actually can physically get together and see each other because we haven't been able to do that for um, at least two years. And I would like to say, first of all, I'd like to say thank you to to Siren for for putting up with me for <laughs> for, for all these years. Um, you know, my, my first reaction was, wow, if it's not broke, why fix it? But um, but then as somebody once told me yeah, in, a, in baseball terms, as a matter, it's their bat, their ball, their game. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so I see. They, yeah. they can change the rules and do whatever they want. And, um, you know, and I wish them all good luck and thank them for for the years of allowing, you know, uh, you know, this this new chapter of my life that opened when I didn't really know what I was going to do next. This this gave me purpose. And I, I would just say um, that, you know, in adding to what Doc Tom said, um, I think, you know, in order to move on, um, you have to just find, you know, as people have been saying lately, the new term is find your purpose in life. You know, mm-hmm. this this was my purpose. You know, this this gave me a reason every week to be excited to 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 kind of research the issues in the world and to hear and to look for all the various viewpoints to be able to present them, throw them out there to all of you. Um, and, and it, it, it's six years and it became, you know, something I look forward to every week. The conversations that we have, I look forward to every week, you know, finding out what, you know, trying to identify what important topics to talk about every week. And that all ends. So, you know, so now it becomes what's, you know, what's now what's my purpose for this hour every Thursday? What do I do to fill it? And, um, you know, and, and, and just like this opportunity came along, you know, uh, I'm sure the next one will, will be staring me right in the face and, and, and we'll grab it. And <clears throat> hopefully it's, um, hopefully it's something again, that we, as you just said, we can do together. That'd be uh, lovely. And I know that even though we're not going to be, you know, actually putting something out over the airwaves, um, I want to do this phone call with you every week because I just enjoy seeing you. I enjoy talking with you. And, um, you know, to not to, to just have that stop would be. I mean, I, I think there would be some some major withdrawal pain so that that we have to find a way to keep up. And um, and if there's a new idea that that you have or that I have that we can find a way to reconnect over across the six thousand miles of land and ocean, then by George we'll do it. We certainly shall. But for the moment, Bruce K. Rosenblum and Jackie in the background, thank you so much indeed for being with us here on Siren Radio. <laughs>